think about it, and I'm going to get super famous. Not like maybe maybe Kevin Hart famous or Dane Cook famous to where I'm big for a minute. Oh, no. But then I'm going to go into obscurity. But there's going to be girls in high school that are going to be like, Brendan, you know, you were kind of weird back then, but now you're weird still, but you're making money. So can we, like, get together? And that's why I'm going to be like, you bet, but I'm leaving you with the kid. <laughs> that's how it's going to be. I'm going to be a scumbag. Maybe like, where's the child support? I'm like, no. No. I'd be like, new phone, who this? New phone, who's this? I'm going to be like, Drizzy Drake. Across the border. Like, you do, you know, do you know who Adonis is? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I don't, I, I don't need that. Nah, so I guess what I'm, getting, what I'm trying to say be is... I'm going to get famous, and I am going to abuse that power. <laughs> it works pretty, it's worked pretty well for Chris Brown so far, I guess. I call it Chris Brown syndrome. <laughs> you can do whatever you want as long as at least one person likes. As long as, as long as, as long as you have 1.3 million fans on Facebook. I got, like, 10 real friends. I'm averaging like 30 likes a post, so I'm, I'm on my way up there. It's better than Clot City. <laughs> hey, man, that that's a group, and that's just... Yeah, I think I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good for myself, all things considered. With that being said, this is our first podcast in almost a year. Almost a year, I think, yeah. <laughs> because sounds, sounds about right. Because life. Busy. With jobs. You know, we, we want to get rich quick, but... We can't just <laughs> drop our... It, it, it turns out getting rich quick isn't as easy as they make it in the movies. I mean, some people, they got that luck. They'd be like, yo, hard work, dedication, my EP coming out. It's like, no, some dude just heard you or you were waiting outside somebody's studio and said, give me a chance. And you, I mean, you got one. That's cool. I'm good for you. I'm proud of you, but that's why I'm going <clears> to <throat> keep stacking my little essential employee status checks until I make it and, well... When I'm famous, you know, we're going to be famous. And like I said, we're going to abuse that. <laughs> That's true. Going all the way to the top, it doesn't matter who gets famous. <laughs> you right. come in with. That's right. If I have to be, like, you know, climbing the ladder of success by just hanging onto your belt loop, <laughs> I'm, coming oh, I'm, coming, I'm coming up. I might seem like a burden, but I promise I'm not. I can you, buy my own food. <laughs> you will support both of us because Listen you here. will be climbing that ladder with my dead weight. <laughs> Hanging to your belt loop. And I promise, we're going to eat big. You ever heard of the dollar menu? <laughs> I'll make sure, man. I'll be like, hey, you can't be spending all that money. You got to keep making it. But behind your back, I'll be eating the real heavy stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like the lobsters, the steak. And when I'm fat and you're still carrying me up that ladder of success. <laughs> this isn't working for me anymore. You know, I, we ran out of steak a couple days ago. <laughs> I don't get it, man. Do you not like me anymore? Hey, man, I'm only in it for the money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, now that I think about it, I remember the, the one of the, I think it was the very first conversations we had about that, where you're just like, hey, man, if you get big, dude, just know I'm only in it for the money. But, hey, man, at least you're honest. And I think since then, that's been our whole thing. I, I think so, yeah. 11 that, years of friendship. I know deep down we're like, I have it. I think this guy is gonna get me to the top. Something like that. Yeah, it's like if I'm riding somebody's coattails, it's this dude. 
he was in the military. He didn't get a Dodge Charger, so he must. Be I, I, must that do, I must. I must be doing something right. I, just, I, I saw you got that brand new truck out there, so I know. I said, hey, this dude's <laughs> this day, this day, there's a lot of money coming through, huh? That's steady source of income. I know the government at least gives you some some money every month. Yeah, but uh, so I'd say a four minute intro is probably a pretty decent. That was four minutes of an intro. Wow, look at us go. Yeah, man. So everybody <laughs> who was, I guess, faithful to us. The whole two of you, the one guy, shout out to my boy Matt, who asked me what up with the podcast, and I said, bro, life. So, Matt, make sure you get this. I'm going to put it on vinyl, EP, and when it goes platinum, gold, whatever, we're going to plaque it up on your wall, dog, in honor of Matt. By the way, you're going to have to pay for all the the hanging expenses. Uh, We got bills. (laughs) <laughs> There's gonna be a what, what they call that the service chart the yeah the service the finder's fee not not even that the the the, the uh, when you go get your car fixed oh it's uh it's labor. parts and labor, labor yeah so we so we supply the parts and the labor so I'm sorry man but and if you support the parts well we're gonna have to verify that they're good enough for us and if they're not well you still have to pay us <laughs> for the ones we think you should have got. <laughs> Yeah, this is. I th- I think I want to say this is episode number five, seven, eight, seven, eight five. something. I I can't remember. It's funny enough. I was, um, when I was, I think I had gotten back from working out, and I was like, I was like, oh man, I wonder, because I think I was trying to show something to somebody, and, um, I was like, oh, let me double check real quick, and I'm like trying to scroll through my subscriptions thing on youtube mm-hmm. and i was like i know i'm subscribed to my own podcast like why wouldn't i be and i and i finally found it and i was like i was like oh man i think it's been a long time and i think it was funny that it was just like our last episode was called something and a hiatus because it had been like it had been like almost like a month or so since we had released a podcast but now we'll just call this uh COVID conundrum. COVID conundrum. Because <laughs> it's been a quarantine kind of... I, th- I think technically speaking, month. I think we're breaking the law making this podcast right now. As far as I know, yeah, you're about two feet away from me. <laughs> I think even that, I think me just driving from my house to here... <laughs> you know what, Is though? technically... Because it wasn't essential travel, as they'd like to say. Well, no, let's be honest here. The original travel was, I'm getting my car fixed, and you were going to help me get it, and those scumbags <coughs> need to keep it overnight again, and I figured, well, why don't you stay here, and hey, we can get this podcast cranked out. We have all the equipment. That's true, because I was thinking about that even after I had left, and I think the, like, even with us doing it once a week at the time, it was pretty conducive. Mm-hmm. I think we were, I think the that doing it once a week was, was a good idea. And I mean now, because you get off, I'd say not. I wouldn't say fairly early, but at a decent time, Friday nights. And I don't work, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So yep, because I I'd be getting off at that three p.m. swag, and then... yeah, and so I mean, I could, I could come over, you know, at like four. That's what I'm saying, man. And, we could... and I, I mean, at, at this point, I'd say our schedules are probably pretty aligned as far as getting everything up and perfectly balanced as all things should be like the homie thanos said he wasn't wrong he wasn't man and now that this covid came through guess what it did it proved that point and it's, people don't like that but it's it <laughs> i'm thinking someone needs to start snapping their fingers and you know 
<laughs> we need to, we need to get somewhere. What little John say? You snap your fingers and do your stand. <laughs> I remember E40 was. In, I remember growing up, and so um, when we moved back from Arizona, we were living with some family members, and they had Direct TV, mm-hmm. and I didn't quite know. Like I would just watch whatever. But then once we moved out of their house and we moved into our own house, I remember that's when I discovered the channel Fuse. And so Fuse is kind of like MTV now, where it at first it was it was just like you know music stuff, and there's some TV shows here and there. But now it's just like you know Campus PD or whatever it is. Just crazy yeah. reality shows. And yeah, just... and it's it's nothing to do with really music anymore. And I remember I I can't remember exactly which TV. Pr- show it was that they had shown it on but uh they played the music video for snap your fingers and i was like this song blows dude i was like this is terrible because at the time i was i was not uh, like into hip-hop like whatsoever and dude i was like this i was like this is not i was like who the hell listens to this and then fast forward probably i don't know 10 12 years probably I think I was sitting in my room and I was like, "What was that song? Where it was like the strobe lights?" I was like, "It was an epileptic episode waiting to happen." I said, "Snap your fingers, by little John," and I watched it. And I I watched it every single day. I think for like two weeks straight, just because, you know, that's for me. That's how like music always is. It's like I get like attached to like one song and I'll literally just play it over and over and over again mm-hmm. until it's just annoying. And, and, and it's weird sometimes because I, I do that too, but like uh, when I have someone in the car with me and I'll be controlling the music and I'm like, I'm gonna listen to this song again and again and again. But I'm like, I can't do that. Yeah, I can't do that because I don't want I don't want people to think I'm weird by listening to the same song for two hours. Because this person's gonna be like, Why are we still <coughs> listening to this song? I'm like, Because it's just so good. I just I, like I can't. It, man. I just I can't. I can't help it. And but yeah, man, I'm the, I'm the same way. Um. It was funny because I actually got uh, I actually got bitched at about listening to music in my truck because it was like I'd listen to the same like four or five songs mm. and uh, I can't remember who I was with but they were like but I, I want to hear the same five songs that you listen to in the shower <laughs> and I said but that's what I like like that's the kind of music that I want to listen to like I don't care that I'm not in the shower and I was like yeah this is the only chance that I get to listen to to music like outside of the house like it's in my truck Mm -hmm. and so um, give me a purpose to just cruise yeah some jam i do that all the time i do it to work like i like i would like almost not necessarily set up a playlist but like i would like pick out like what i wanted to listen to like obviously because you know you pick out what you want to listen to anyway but well that's what i like about the like the music apps out there now spotify's titles uh, apple music whatever you can like a song and it makes it convenient for me because Whatever songs I've like recently are at the top of that list, and so those are the ones I really want to listen to that are fresh in my head, so I can just play it and it'll just go down. And usually by that point, I'll get to my destination. Or if I'm cruising, then I can either, you know, keep going down the list or start back up from the top. Um, and that kind of reminds you because you, you know you're talking about uh, snap your fingers, little John, and you were just playing that over and over again because I don't remember the dude's name, but there was a song when I was younger. Uh, my sister listened to, and the whole thing, the guy's like, everybody in the club getting tipsy. Oh, I know what song you're talking about, because that was one of the songs that I found <laughs> so, when I was in the military, and I was like, everybody in the club, you know, we're at a barracks party or whatever, and we're just, you know, hanging out, and, you know, and I, I always thought it was funny that um, I didn't, you know, growing up, and, like, just being around, like, the group of friends that I had, uh-huh. 
every, even now, like, people are always like, yeah, dude, country music sucks. I hate country music. And, dude, I swear to God, I, when I joined the military, I kind of went into it that with that aspect, or, like, that thought process. Mm-hmm. I, you, dude, you put Chicken Fried on by the Zac Brown Band? Dude, it's game over. Everybody <laughs> knows gone. that song. Everybody knows that song. And, I mean, everybody's drunk, so... You know, it's it's one of those things that it, it definitely, it, it I think it intensifies, like, the atmosphere of everything, and so everyone's like, Whoa! you know, just partying or whatever. And drunken military kumbaya. Kind of sort of. I mean, I wouldn't say that Chicken Fried was, like, that go-to. There was a lot of songs that were on that list, and it, it, and it, and it did vary between, you know, who you were hanging out with, like, if you were at somebody's house, like, that sort of thing, and, um, but, but yeah, man, like... It's it's funny how crazy, or like how important music is mm-hmm. to just I guess daily life. Mm-hmm. And I and I know most people are kind of like, oh yeah, you know, music is pretty, pretty crazy and blah blah blah. But like you don't really realize it until you like actually sit down and think about <clears throat> what it is that you're that you're trying to like accomplish. Well, and, <clears throat> and something that that I think is kind of funny music wise, um, it happens all the time is. Music is very important as a medium, you know, and with certain things, it's just something that's just fun. But a lot of it, it's that expression of this is how I feel. And you get a lot of emotion, but I think that some of that can be changed when you don't hear the lyrics correctly and you think you're getting the song wrong. So bring it back. Everybody in the club getting tipsy, right? No. Me, I'm thinking... Everybody in the club eating chips. I'm just having a time <laughs> thinking. I don't know why they rapping about eating them chips in the club, but that's how I'm feeling. And so, of course, it's a different vibe, you know. And and there's plenty of songs where you're thinking, "Oh wow, what's you know, it, it, this is what he says." And someone's like, "You moron!" Yeah, there's something. There's a, there's a song that I had listened to for years. Mm-hmm. And I had finally figured out, just by happenstance, by listening to the song, that, and I can't remember off the top of my head what the song was, and it's probably going to bother me the entire time that we're doing this, but um, I finally figured out one of the lyrics, and I said, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> like, now that I understand what he's saying, I was like, that makes sense. I was well, like, uh, I get it now. Uh, what is it? Uh, there's that band, P.O.D. <laughs> they have that song. You know, the youth of a nation, you jam into it, we are, we are, euthanasia, and you're like, wait, <laughs> oh, the euthanasia, because they want to talk about euthanizing people, oh, I'm, I'm double wrong. They're just talking about kids. The youth of the nation. Well, the youth of Asia, that's the youth of a nation, so maybe I, 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 I suppose right. I can see where you're coming from, but, uh... <clears throat> or when they're growling. Well, that I don't know what they're talking about. I'm just there vibing to the, the hey, they're mad. That's true. I'm the, mad the, too. I'm, hey, man, I, I ain't never been so angry in my life. <laughs> <laughs> How can I display that anger? I'm going to yell at this microphone. Just play a funky beat. They won't care what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, Stuart. Hey, Beavis. Let's call Stuart. <laughs> That's exactly it, man. You just yell at people over the phone. Or you yell over a microphone in the music. And just... <sighs> which which a funny last concert I went to was it was back in February, mm-hmm. and I remember I was thinking about it, and I was like, I can't really hear the music because it was it was like a really small place, and I was like, I can't hear the music, but like I was like, I have no idea what song it is that they're playing. I have 
and it was just it was like for me like small venue is cool mm-hmm. and it because like it, obviously it's more intimate and you know you, you feel like you're i guess in a weird way like closer to the band or whatever but sometimes <laughs> you, you you can you can be playing a little a little, little too much and and it's just it it, it and it was weird because it kind of detracted from from the experience of like going to a concert mm-hmm. and i understand you know concerts are supposed to you know they're supposed to be loud and like you're supposed to be there to have like a good time and don't get me wrong i had a great time but i just remember like in the moment i was like this is kind of weird like <laughs> I, i'm kind of like almost kind of felt lost in like a weird kind of way and i was like i was like i've been to multiple concerts and i was like i've never had this feeling before of just like not understanding what the hell was going on and so it's just it for me it was one of those things that i was kind of i was just i was like i said i was i got, I got kind of confused and i was like i i don't know how to feel right now and so i, I thought about it for like 20 minutes <clears throat> that's how i felt because i went to one of those uh concerts where there's no seats you know it's all stand up uh and we saw this uh hip-hop group called earth gang great show the only issue is it's blazing cold outside blazing cold freezing cold <laughs> blazing cold um but yeah no it's freezing cold outside it's snowing it's not a good time we're out there waiting they finally let us in great i got this big old coat on finally everybody start piling in this yeah, building it's hot and i was hot but i was like i can't put my coat anywhere i'm sitting there jumping up and down going <laughs> <laughs> just trying my hardest yeah to... dude it gets and that, i think that for me that's like that's the other like weird part about like small venues is it doesn't seem to matter what you wear you're always overdressed it's just you're hot all the time and you know how you know this when the people on stage are sweating and they get their they're taking their shirt off and you're sitting there looking at this dude looking like a Greek Adonis sweating and you're like, he's only wearing pants. I'm in this big old cold I, I, surrounded I, I, by people getting like, bopped my, around. I have my body temperature regulation is so terrible. Like the moment it gets like slightly too hot, I'm like uncomfortable. And but like, you know, like especially it's it's always like one of those weird things like growing up, like going to someone's house. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't tell their parents that it's hot in their house. They're not gonna care. You're gonna be like, oh, just take your pants off or whatever, or you know, just you know. Yeah, you know, and it's like, it's like you know, people are like they don't care. Like that's how they're comfortable. Like I can't. Like I'm just some nerd from the seventh grade. Hey, you can't mind. <laughs> exactly. Like and so like or like if or like if it's too cold. Like, now I've come to appreciate the cold, so it's not really that big of a deal. But especially if it's hot, like, it's just, it's miserable. And so, um, like, any time, like, I'm just, like, overly hot, it's, like, and it, like, it does detract from the experience. Like, there's been plenty of times that, you know, uh, there's a local place here in town called the Black Sheep that's pretty small. And, that's where oh I my. went. That's where dude, I was wearing that dude, big it's, coat. Dude, you it sucks. It sucks being in there. Because, like, I think the couple of times that I had gone, I was wearing, like, a tank top and shorts. And I'm still sweating my ass off. Imagine just, me. And it's just, it's it's hot in there. There's there no AC in there. And I think the other negative part about it is I'm, I got some big old boobs. And so they're probably flopping around getting their, their own little exercise workout in there. And talking about like you know going to people's houses when it's hot when it's cold that's that's also fun like when they forget to give you the blanket yeah forgetting the blanket I, I can't i remember the first time that had ever happened to me i was it was when i was living in arizona 
I had spent the night at my buddy Kyle's house, and, <laughs> like, they had a loft up in their house, and, um, it, it was, it was, like, everything was great, we all slept, you know, and I woke up in the middle of the night just freezing, and I went to go try to get the blanket, well, he had an older brother, and that older brother's friend had also come over that night, and that older brother just happens to somehow manage to get the blanket, and so I'm, like, trying to, like, pull, and obviously, you know, I think they were, I think his brother and his friend were probably, you know, three or four years older than us, and so, dude, it was just, it was not, like, there was no way I was getting that blanket, so I just remember, like, in and out of, like, consciousness all, like, the rest of the night, and I woke up, and I was like, you know, being a kid, like, you don't really feel tired when you wake up, but, dude, it was... Well, it was rough. I was I was not having a good time. And thinking about that stuff always gets me tripping because well, there's a couple different segues on this. First one is that's why I started always wearing like a hoodie and like long pants and nice socks with me just to be safe. So if it ever did happen, I'm good to go. Secondly, having me once at your house and I didn't know what to do. I was like, I'm not going to wake him up and ask him for a blanket. So I got a towel. <laughs> I, I think myself. I remember you telling me. I think I remember you telling me about <laughs> and that. I wrapped a towel in because I was like, you know, I got sleeves on, but my legs. So I wrapped the towel on my legs. And I was like, I'm good to go. And I slept on your floor. Um, but it also makes me think about uh, American history. You look at, like the Donner Party. They just slept together to keep warm. But mm -hmm. they're in the cold. And I'm just like, bro. I get the slightest breeze on me, I'm up. These yeah. fools dude, were laying in the snow. Yeah, dude, they, yeah, there's no way that, like... And it, d d now that I think about it, it's probably part of the reason why they went crazy, dude. It is. You just you can't sleep. Because I didn't know that about the hypothermia and stuff. Like, your body starts, like, overheating itself mm -hmm. to keep it warm. So you go, oh, I start taking all your clothes off. Well, that's, why you you feel, that's why you feel cold when you have a fever. <laughs> Which is funny, because I haven't had a fever in... I don't know how long, and the last time I distinctly remember having a fever, um, we were at the house that that the that we still live in now, and um, I had like I I was starting to feel kind of cold, but I knew the heat was on, mm -hmm. and so I had put on you know like I had put like uh, pajama pants over my basketball shorts, um, <laughs> and then I put like a like a hoodie on, and I was still feeling kind of cold, so like I put like a like a long sleeve sweater over my uh over my hoodie and then i was like dude i'm freezing and so i like i normally don't like to wear my hood up just because you know you get way too hot <laughs> and um you know i'm sitting there and like i put a coat on uh -huh. and i was like dude, i'm freezing and i like get underneath my blankets and my dad came in and he was like what are you doing? And I said, I'm freezing. And I'm just in there shivering, just having this fever all by myself. Because I was like, dude, I don't want to go out. Of, I like, I don't want to leave my room. A Brandon Burrito, your little face popping out. You're just, like, uh. just freezing, man. It was, and it, you know, I think I woke up the next day and I was like, you know, I felt fine because, you know, you sweat it out. But I was like, what the hell was that? I was so confused. Because, like I, like, I think it wasn't until probably, like, hour two that I was like, I think I have a fever. <laughs> That's so crazy. Cause, like, nowadays we have all these amenities for these things. And so I look at these situations, like, and it just baffles me. Because could you imagine nowadays someone going postal and going cannibal because you didn't give them a, a blanket to go to Yeah, sleep? I could see that. I could see that. <laughs> just, like, honestly, honestly, I think, <laughs> I think it's one of those things that, like, humans, especially now because people are so comfortable with what they have, that... Like, you take, like, the stupidest thing away. Like, if, like, 
you know, let's say someone, you know, is all about their privacy, and, like, let's just say that you took, like, their curtains <laughs> from their window, and, like, they, you just told them, that you were like, yeah, man, you can't have curtains in here anymore. Like, it's a rule. Who the heck do you think you are with these curtains, dude? <laughs> yeah, and the, like, if, at first they might be like, oh, you know, that's stupid, blah, 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 and they'd be like, all right, whatever. Like, I, I don't feel like really breaking the rules. And then, <laughs> you know, but then eventually it would start to, like, it would start to get to them. They'd be like, hey, wait a second, where, where are my curtains at? And they'd, like, be pacing back and forth and wherever it is that they're at and just be like, those are my curtains! Well, freaking out. Because now I'm just thinking, like, you know, someone goes to your house, they sleep the night, whatnot, you know, forget to give them a blanket, and then they just do an Undertaker little pop-up. Do pop <laughs> And then they, next thing you know, they they just they just you know get so pissy and they get up and they're like, that's it, I'm cold, I'm gonna eat this fool, I'm gonna starve, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna eat this guy. And you wake up and like, oh, you that's, need a blanket. It's, so it's too late. It's, it's so, too late. <laughs> it's so funny that that would be like the jump. It's just like, Joe, I'm freezing my ass off. That's it, Billy. You're done. So I'm eating. You give me that leg. <laughs> You could just get a blanket. Nah, I don't need a blanket. Late. I'm starving. It's like, well, you weren't starving 20 minutes ago when we killed that deer. I'm starving. Not only that, but I'm taking your blanket and your leg, dog. I and, don't care anymore. And I'm taking your skull as a trophy. <laughs> They'd be like, you remember Vietnam? And they're like, what the hell's a Vietnam? They're That's like, I'm ears, necklace, <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm going to turn your torso into a drum. <laughs> They're like, Billy, what's wrong? And I'm cold. <laughs> and so, you know, you know, maybe things kind of settle down. Sun comes up. Everything seems fine. <laughs> but everyone separates themselves from Billy, and they're like, yo... Does anyone like? Was that like a weird dream that I had? Or they're like, no, no, no. Billy was going crazy. And then you look over, and Billy's just in the bushes, just, eyeballing it. Billy's just over there freezing because they still ain't give him a blanket. Maybe we should give him a blanket. I don't know. Billy's a little weird. We should just leave him here. He's just out there freezing, and and you know, and they're, they're like, there's like just a little council saying maybe we should all just gang up on Billy. He can't take all of us. But that human rage, he just has been boiling in him ever since they left St. Louis. And they act like everything's cool. They look over at little Billy, and he's just looking like he's about to carve a turkey. Just he's sharpening this blade that his daddy gave him. Smiling you know, at in, him with a crazy eye. Yeah, and you're just like, there's no way. And then, and you know, then that's how it all started. Is that just one by one they all descended into madness, and they're just like. Billy, how'd it taste? Pretty good. Yeah, yeah pretty good. You know. Yep, found out that I did have a blanket in my bag, too. He's like, life is crazy. <laughs> I had a blanket on me the whole time. You're mad that there's no blanket. And the next thing you know, there was a blanket the whole time. There's a blanket back, right there in my knapsack. And now that, that's just... Because I think about it, you know, like that, that happening now, like you just... Dude's on your couch... Bob, that's it, Brandon. Ain't give me a blanket. That's it. You ain't give me a blanket. I live here for two days. You'd be like in the eighth grade. Mind your own business. You got all those hormones rushing through you because you're 13, 14 years old. You don't know how to control your emotions. You're an asshole. And just, it, it, like you said, Undertaker just doom. And then just, you know, you pile drive your best friend because they ain't give you a blanket. Or like my thing always was like not having enough food. Like, I know that sounds really, like, first world problem, 
but like you know you eat like a normal amount at your house but then yeah. like you go and be, like you don't want to overeat because like you don't want to take like you know maybe they, they use leftovers to like eat lunch the next oh, day no. i was like dude you're just like sitting there and you're just like bro i'm hungry and they're like how are you hungry you ate dinner three days ago <laughs> Could you imagine you're in your sleep and then you just wake up up in the air, flipping upside down, like what's going on? Because you about to get tombstone piled. <laughs> you're just like, what's happening? And they're just like, I didn't get more than six chicken nuggets, Beep. and I'm missing a blanket. I'm gonna let you talk to these people real quick, though. I'll be right back. You I'm about to. Pee? I'm about to use a restroom, fool. Well, this this actually reminds me of all those times growing up about you know being on Xbox Live. My cousin would be playing. <laughs> He's like, hey man. He's like, he's like, hey man. You know, I, I know you don't know my friend, but um, I gotta go to the bathroom, or you know, I'm being called to go do chores or whatever, and I'm a, I'm a, you you can talk to him, and just this awkward silence of just, you know, just not knowing what to say because it's you know like you're growing up with older cousins, you know, you realize that you know you really don't know a lot of people until you start talking to your cousin's friends. You have no idea who they are, and you know that was my thing growing up. Is it's pretty shy anyway, but now I'm being forced to to talk to this person who I've probably never met, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, just 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 talk to him." And it's like, "Hey, hey, how are you?" And it's just you know, it's like you know, it's like kind of like when you first got onto Xbox Live, and you you really don't know what to talk about, so you just kind of. Especially if you weren't, like, the kid who raged. You would just be quiet the whole time. And people would be like, yo, why isn't this guy talking? Like, what's going on? And then they'd start, like, roasting you silently. But it's even more awkward because this other person doesn't know who you are. And so, you know, for me, that was that was a huge thing. And it's just... That's not my thing, man. Like, just being in an awkward position of just of just talking mindlessly for who knows how long you know for all i know he 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 could be gone brendan could be gone he could he could have straight up disappeared and abandoned me to talk for who knows how long but you know i guess at the end of the day it is what it is you you find out what's going on and try to make the best of it and uh and hopefully with enough talking, I'm the one who can ride his coattails. That's really what it boils down to. I'm trying to trying to ride somebody else's coattails. And you know, so it's 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 just it's it's one of those very, very awkward situations. And uh so I, so funny enough he actually just messaged me, he said, Tell me about my tell them about my uh tell you guys about my first breakup. I I don't even know where that would be. I could tell you about the most awkward breakup I've had because that was uh that was that was something that was one of those Oh, okay. We're on the we're on the same page then. Um so uh, I I want to say I think it was the 7th grade. Um there was this girl in my class um and you know, she was you know, one of the more attractive females of of my middle school and we're we're sitting there and you know i obviously had this crush on her just be you know me being me and but it was one of those crushes that you always thought to yourself it was unattainable and so you know time goes on 
eventually I just kind of forget about it. Until one day, this group of girls, to include the girl that I had a crush on, all of a sudden show up to me and my group of friends. And it's like a really weird situation. They're like, oh, hey, Brandon, you know, Sammy wants to ask you out. And I said, what? And, you know, being kind of awestruck at the time and thinking to myself, like, no, there's no way. Like, that girl doesn't like me. And uh, so I think eventually her, her friends kind of just, you know, peer pressured her into being like, no, like, you got to ask. And I... You know, again, with it being middle school, everyone's really super awkward. And I think one of her friends were like, she wants to ask you out. And so I said, okay. And so she was like, so, like, do you want to go out? And I said, sure. And so I remember, like, we ended up talking, like, the rest of the day. Like, I went home. I was all super excited because, you know, I'm just, I was like a dumb 12-year-old. And I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, my God, like, I, like, I've landed, like, the girl of my dreams and yada, yada, yada. I get home, and this was back in the MySpace days. And so, like, I added her on MySpace, and, you know, she adds me back, and, like, we're talking. And I was, like, so, like, you know, do you ever, like, maybe want to hang out? And um, she goes, why would I hang out with you? And I said, well, what do you mean? Like, isn't that what, like, people who go out do like is like don't they hang out and she goes oh no like I would never want to hang out with you so I remember being like kind of like just like confused and I was like what the hell and so I didn't think anything of it you know the conversation just kind of died off naturally I went to bed woke up the next day goes go to school and this girl was like she was like hey Brandon by the way uh Sammy wants to break up with you and I was like okay who cares and then so fast forward I don't know it the timelines kind of fuzzy in my head now fast forward maybe a couple of days maybe a week or so and um, it was like she was like oh yeah they were like yeah no Sammy didn't like you like that whole thing was a dare and I remember that alone like that moment that was when it all had kind of like really come out and I was like what do you mean it was a dare and I remember just being like really like upset and being like that's like when I first started to get kind of self-conscious about myself because I was like I'm that guy who like girls are like daring to be like oh like I, I dare you to go out with him like it wasn't something that that was like it wasn't something that I thought was just gonna happen naturally and then that's obviously, you know, something like that happens to you in a, in, a, in a fairly formative age. And you think to yourself, oh, yeah, like, you know, maybe I really am destined to be alone. And, and I think it's just those, those, those hormones coming back at you and just, you know, making you think like, oh, yeah, you're going to be alone for the rest of your life, buddy. And just all, all, all sorts of stuff. And, but, yeah, I think that was the first time that I had ever really experienced. I think it's actually, now that I think about it, the only time that I've ever experienced anything like that in my life like it, it wasn't even I can't even think of something that would be comparable to that moment of just like that it was almost like a crushing defeat where I was like how did that happen like who did I upset that that's what would happen and you know it's it's one of those things that like growing up like I kind of lived 
with and that I would kind of think about every once in a while, but I would never like fully blown think of until, you know, like some random time that I was, you know, trying to mind my own business in bed. But, uh, but yeah, I think that was probably one of the more awkward experiences of my life. What makes it even more awkward um, was I actually met that girl, uh, that same Sammy girl, at a bar like two years ago, I think. I was, you know, hanging out with, I think I was just by myself. I, I, you know, had a rough week or whatever, so I just, you know, went to the bar to get a couple of drinks. And I look over, and she's with this group of friends, and I said, yo, that's Sammy Weinbrenner. And, you know, I was, I, it was, I was, I was kind of drunk at the time, so, like, I was so awestruck. I was like, that's, that's her. So, you know, got a little bit of liquid courage, and I asked her, I was like, uh, d did you happen to go to North Middle School? And she goes, yeah, how did you know that? And I was like, I went there. Um, I was like, we were in the same class, like, you we, broke we, my heart. we we knew each other, <laughs> and she goes, she goes, oh my god, it is you, blah blah blah, and like we kind of talked and smoked a cigarette together, and you know nothing really ever came of it, and I think I ended up going home very shortly after that, <laughs> and just, but yeah, that I remember like distinctly, I was like, that's her, like there's no way it's not, like it's one of those things where like you recognize someone and you're like, mm, maybe it's not them. But then, like, you realize, no, that's them. And it just, it, it makes the entire, like, the entire situation even more awkward. And thank you for letting me do that. That was terrible. Well, I can imagine. Uh, but the good news is I heard you the whole time, and I laugh every time because that's terrible. <laughs> it's, I'm telling you, it's, it's one of those things that I think it really, like, messed with me. Like, it, it, it messed with me for years, and I didn't even think about it. No, I... I the girls in my middle school would have like those lists of the hot boys and whatnot, and I was never put on those lists, so I was like, "This sucks." But that's not what you had to deal with. But I did have something similar, which I told you about, where I had gone to a. This was sixth grade. I went to a dance, and we were all dancing, you know, like sixth graders do. They played the you, <laughs> you know, you're cranking it, that soldier boy, and you're having a good old time. I'm on the dance floor. A little shorty approaches me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hey. Let me buy you a Dr. Pepper. That's what you did. <laughs> so I did. I'm talking to her, and I'm like, we should go out. She's like, yeah. So I'm thinking, yo, I'm the man, dude. I got this girl. She under my, you know, my fingers right now. I'm ready. <laughs> and so, of course, it's sixth grade, so going out really doesn't even count because where are you going to take her? You ain't got no money. You're just going to go to a park or something go like that. Go to a Chuck E. Yeah. Cheese play date? Yeah. With her parents? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. <clears throat> so I go home to my parents, and they just look at me like I'm stupid because, yeah, sixth grade. But let's fast forward, you know, I'm at school, I'm avoiding this girl, because I don't know what I just got myself into. I'm thinking, this is probably the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. Like, hands down, or top ten at least, dumbest thing I've ever done. Because I don't know anything about women, I don't even know anything about, like, middle school, I'm, I'm still learning myself, you know, this is maybe like three months in the sixth grade, right? So I'm fresh out of elementary, I know some of the schools do the full, you know, uh, K to 12th grade, that's not how this operation worked. So, let's fast forward. I'm, I'm, I'm in class, doing my thing, getting them C's, C average, 2.0, what it do. Now, when I leave class, though, this one girl comes up to me that, you know, is kind of like a mutual friend of both of us. She comes up to me and says, hey, just so you're aware, she wants to break up with you. 
And little me being the tough guy I am saying, if she want to break up with me, she can do it herself. Now, <laughs> a little impossible for her because I was avoiding her the whole time because I know what to do. So, you know, she had her whole little posse try to come and break up with me. But I was, you know, being the man rather than just taking that high road. I said, nah, if she want to break up with me, she can, my, you know, herself. Uh, but from that point on, you know, we just kind of broke up. And that's just how it was. That's that middle school love, you know. And so I try not to chase girls through middle school mostly because one, they they weren't they weren't having it. Little ugly buck tooth Brendan back in the element uh, elementary middle school days, not anything to really look at. Today, still, still nothing to really be looking at. But hey, here I am. You know, I'm doing my thing. I make it work. Uh, so with that, you know, I was pretty much single and ugly throughout middle school. So when high school hit, and I ended up finding women who did actually take interest in me, blew my mind just blew my whole mind because I'm like first things first who are you why are you doing this who sent you are you a government employee <laughs> are you an alien definitely trying to employee. clone me definitely from the government <laughs> a government alien trying to clone me <laughs> <laughs> all at the same thing and so you know and I, I learned a lot through that first breakup though I was like women ain't nothing but O's and tricks like Pac said but that that was totally not it. I just didn't know what to do. I was in middle school. I didn't know how that worked. I thought I was the, again. I thought I was the big Kahuna Burger. And yeah, and I think that's one of those things. Is that there's there was a there was a kid who I went to middle school with. He would always always. Uh, I mean, granted, middle school is only three years, but for seventh grade, I remember he dated a girl the entire school year. Mm-hmm. Then the summer happened, and, you know, something happened between him and her, and it just didn't work. The next year, it was the same thing, but it was a different chick. But he dated her the whole school year. And I'm like, like, looking back on it, I'm like, how did people do that? Maybe the internet went out over summer, and so she's like, that's it, we're done. And he was like, no, my internet was out. But, hey, by that point, too late. You can't explain it, young, dumb love. <laughs> but I suppose that could be it, but, like... It's just, it's one of those, I th- like, middle school, it's, so, obviously, you know that, you know, and I think you had told me that you'd wanted to kind of do the same thing, that, you know, you had kind of aspired to be a teacher. What was, what, what was that? Well, that's what they're doing up there. They're, just, they're banging everywhere. Sorry, for people who don't know, that there was a ruckus going on outside, and Brandon... Brandon just started to throw us in his hips for me, and I was I was trying to figure out because I thought that's what he was saying is he wanted to do the same thing I wanted to do, and he started thrust in his hips. No, no, I just thought uh, there's there's just, but you know, yeah, but yeah, anyway, anyway, yeah. anyway, anyway, get back on track here, get back on track. Fucking a student is that? <laughs> uh, and so you know, like you 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 know, obviously. Growing up, you didn't quite really know what you wanted to do, and then throughout high school, you kind of more so fall in the line. I think the teachers in high school were a little bit more impactful than maybe in middle school or in elementary Definitely school. Definitely more impressionable because you're in a. They, they, I think most it, of the time they'll treat you like an adult. For most the mo- for, for the most part, obviously there are those teachers who don't. Well, um, take your hat off. Yeah, you know. I, and so I had eventually wanted to be a teacher, mm-hmm. and that's something that, you know, every once in a while I still kind of think about doing. You and me both, sister. Well, someone had asked me, I think it was, I think I was in the military at the time. 
Mm-hmm. And someone had asked me, they were like, well, if you do become a teacher, like, what level of, of, of teaching would you want to do? And I had never thought about it because I was just more so concerned about the goal of becoming a teacher. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, so I sat there and I said, you know, I, I was like, you know, I told him, I was like, you know, I never really thought about it. And I said, you know, I was like, I think high school. And they mm-hmm. said, well, why would you pick high school? Like, why would you pick high school? And I said, well... Because I, th- I was like, I was like, I, I was like, I don't really like kids too much. I think they're too high energy, and I was, I, I don't think I could keep up with that every single day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and then there's middle school, and I said, there's too many hormones. It's too awkward. It's too awkward. It's like a whole cringe fest. <laughs> hey, misters. <laughs> yeah. Like, first off, I don't want you talking to me like that ever again. <laughs> it's like number one, come back to me. <laughs> When you, when you when you know who you are, you communicate by writing down what you want to tell me, and we'll go from there. And, and so I was like, you know, I think I I, th- I think I do high school, and they were like, well, what makes you think that you'd want to do high school? And I said, I just I just I just told you, and I was like, I feel like for the most part, kids in high school are kind of a little bit more put together. I was like, obviously. They're teenagers, so they're not super well put together people. Like they're not adults yet. Like they're not fully functioning they're humans. Still impressionable, uh-huh. and you know they're they're still kids. But, but I think that in the grand scheme of things, as a teacher, I think being a high school teacher is something that would be a little bit not necessarily easier, but you could. It'd be more manageable, I think, is what it was for me. Is that is that it would just be more manageable for me to to deal with certain situations because it's like, okay, man, everybody's been where you're at right now. No, and you know, I'm not saying that you haven't been a kid or that you know you didn't go through that awkward phase of being, you know, right, a, a pubescent teenager. But now you're at an age where you think your opinions matter. Kind of, yeah, and and, and 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 I started to think about that, where it's like, okay, now those teenagers are the ones who think that like they have a voice, like they're the kids who, you know, especially like student government kids who think mm-hmm. that like no, like this is what it means to be in a leadership position, and I'm like, are are you sure? One hundred percent sure, and and that's the thing is so because I I want to teach high school as well, but it's just because I feel like it's easier to communicate with. Um, because kids are cool, but I know I'd be getting mad. Like, why aren't you getting it? With a teenager, if they're not getting it, I'm like, why aren't you getting it? And they can explain to me. There's probably a degree of that as well, as far as, as, as my thought processes, where it's, it's, it, it, I think the communication thing would be a lot easier to deal with. And I feel like you could roast a teenager better than you roast a kid. You, you you roast a kid, you're losing your job. You You roast a teenager... Their parents are probably going to laugh with you and be like, you got that right. You say, Bill, get, your handwriting's atrocious, dude. Bill, get a blanket. <laughs> but you tell a kid, yo, dude, this art, crap. Wait, yeah. what is this, a stick figure? Why are these arms separate sizes? Is he an amputee? Yeah. And you then know, you got to be in the principal's office being like, why did you call this kid's art terrible? Yeah. And you know, you, I know that? Happened to me. Our teacher said I had slop art, and I said, no. <laughs> No, I don't. And I told my mom, who's in the principal's <laughs> office, next day, our teacher comes out. She takes me in the hallway and says, hey, so I didn't I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, call your fish slop art. And I was like, oh, but you did. Little kid me said, yes, you did. Do this. So imagine, like, a 65-year-old lady 
arguing with a third grader about the negative comment she had said to him the day prior. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to get into an <laughs> argument with a with a with a six year old. But but it's terrible because when when the principal you know gets you in, you know lady in trouble and she pulls me out and her apologies say, but I didn't call it slop art. And I'm sitting there like, man. Here's the thing. Slop art is not in my vocabulary, <laughs> so the fact that I would be making this up is pretty far-fetched. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I told her, I said, yes, you did. Little kid me, no filter, like, but you did. You, you really did. <laughs> and, I, and I think that's the thing, like, like even working at Great Wolf Lodge, you know, you, you, you try to, like, make the kids feel like they're included in the conversation. Mm-hmm. And so the first time that I had ever been, like, really taken aback by something that the kids said, I was like, oh, that's a cool wand. Like, I wish my wand was as cool as that because, obviously, you know, we got our own wands. He gave you a dirty look, didn't he? He didn't give me a dirty look. He said, you know... <sighs> I just, I really don't like it when people lie to me. And I said, and I just, I just stared at the kid. I had no idea what he was. I was like, what? His parents are probably lawyers or something. I don't like it when you lie to me, man. You can't be nice to these kids. And that's the thing. You can't be nice to him. You can't be mean to him. There's, there, there's seemingly no middle ground as an adult with a child. But, but in high school. Hopefully they'll know how to detect whether it's sarcasm or like a legitimate compliment. Like, hey, you did good work on this project, uh, Mr. Uh, Parody. I don't like it when people lie to me. Like, what the heck are you talking about, I'd Chet? Like, I'd be like, what are you, what are you talking? I'm not lying to you. Like, you did a good job. Like, you got an A. You see this A? This is a pity A. What the heck? I'd be like, I'll be all right, buddy. All right, B it is. <laughs> B it is. What? Well, I'm telling my parents. <laughs> Tell them, dude. You and your parents. Mm-hmm. You're going to public school and you expect them to get private education. <laughs> yeah. And so, and I, I think for me, it's it's one of those. It's just one of those weird oddities about like when I'd when mm-hmm. when whoever it was that asked me that question that I was like, I mean, damn, I I really don't know. I was like, I feel like you're kind of like like even college kids. Because then those are the people who really think that, you know, their opinions matter. I pay to be here, so I, I know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, and it's like, just because you pay money to go here doesn't mean that you're right. Uh, yeah, but kid, don't you understand that I already have the degree? <laughs> you know. <don't. laughs> <laughs> oh my god, could you imagine? You're sitting in a college class, like you're just trying to get your credits, like... You know, you live in the dorms, and there was like a like a, a party or whatever that kept you up all night. And you just you know you didn't get any sleep, and then all of a sudden the teacher just starts laying to this kid, and he's like, "No, you'd realize I have the degree, and you don't." Like you're like you're paying money to hear me talk, and you think you're right, but you don't have the degree, man. <laughs> I would hold that over people's heads. Um, why doesn't it do this? I don't know, maybe because I have the degree. <laughs> I think that'd be my opening statement as a, as a college professor. I'd be like, so, I know everybody in here thinks that you're probably right about some things. Just know that in this class, you're probably not right. Um, because, obviously, I went to school and I have a piece of paper saying that I know more than you do. And that's why you're here. Welcome to, you know, Philosophy 101. And I already know you do, that you're not smarter than me because you just put yourselves in debt to hear me talk about getting a piece of paper. So now that you're all here wasting my time and yours, let's get, let's, let's, let's get on with this class. Lesson one, how to finesse chumps. 
So lesson, lesson number one, you know, y'all are stupid. Ponzi 101. <laughs> y'all ever heard of Bernie Madoff? Check this out. Look at this. Step US. number one, convince the entire youth that they have to go to college to succeed. Step number two, profit. You guys are going to give me money, and then you're going to get careers to which people give you money to make their own. <laughs> Which is funny. Like, I remember, like, growing up and, like, figuring out, like, what tenure was, where it's, like, you know, like, obviously college professors are, like, they've been there so long that they're, like, they could pretty much get away with whatever they want, and they're not really in danger of necessarily getting fired. And I remember, I remember, like, growing up thinking, I'm like, well, that's stupid. Like, if you say something stupid or you do something stupid, like, you should, like, there's consequences <laughs> to your actions because obviously you grow up learning there's consequences to your actions. Yeah, and then you find out. Not if you have money. Not if not if you have money. Not if <laughs> not if you stayed in the same spot for, you know, fifteen years. <laughs> <coughs> like uh OJ, he had money. OJ definitely had money. I mean he ended up getting in trouble in the end, but that's because you can only make so many you know you it's can, like an exponential growth. Yeah, you can only make so many mistakes before they're like, Hey buddy. Hey, here's how much it's, money it sucks you, to be you, but we have to make an example. The graph. This is how much money you can have, and this is the mistakes you can make, and this is when they'll meet each other, <laughs> and when it cancels out. And when you when you get to the point of that cancellation, like it. Sorry, buddy, but your life's over. That's when they start doing the rehabs. And the <laughs> you're probably gonna spend some time in prison. Just know that you're an adult now. Okay. Now, some people their money is higher, but their little crime thing is lower. Like Lindsay Lohan, she keep going to jail, and that's why just do 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 do, and then she did the rehabs and everything. You see what I'm saying? So there's like a limit to it, but that's just you know its own kind of thing, and that that goes back, you know, because tenure. A lot of people are like, you know, this academic academy is is so prided on the fact that we have Doctor whatever his name is, and you're like, yeah, but Doctor Schmigglesmorf over there banging all the girl students he, you know professor over here just hooking up with every girl 18 to 35 well he's been here for 15 years and since he's been here we've had amazing test scores you know why you've had amazing <laughs> test yeah scores. they're they're lies <laughs> fabricated nobody knows what you're talking about but i know what i'm talking about because i already have the degree. <laughs> because i have the degree okay i'm right you're wrong this piece of paper proof proves it and you know oh and then you, you coming at me with your associates and your bachelors uh, bachelors boom doctorate i know more than you i know twice as much as you i got a man so it was funny when uh so i'd never been to a college uh graduation before um my mom had had gone to school or back to school to to get her accounting degree and oh, i remember those yeah <laughs> You know, obviously, that's when they start introducing, like, okay, like, here's all the master's programs. And they're like, oh, yeah, like, so-and-so got a master's in, you know, electrical engineering. And their thesis was on how electricity passes through, you know, DVDs and, you know, to concurrent, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, I, I had never felt so dumb in my life. <laughs> because I'm like, dude, I understand that's what they're studying, but, like... What are they talking about? No, and that's how I feel watching Jeopardy. I feel like an idiot. But uh, <laughs> it's just so funny because Jeopardy's supposed to be just like general knowledge questions. It's like, that's not general knowledge. I'm not supposed to know who wrote of you know 
a classical symphony in 1814. Yeah, dude. In the backwoods of Kentucky. <laughs> like, how many Buicks were sold between it? Like, I don't know. I mean, how many Buicks are sold today? Dude, but <laughs> I don't even know what a Buick is. <clears throat> I think it's a deer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, so my mother did the same thing. She went back to school and she uh, got a degree with social working so she could work with, you know, the kids and everything, the state government programs. And, and she has a job with it now and, you know, she loves it. That's great. But I remember going to that graduation. I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm so happy for my mom. But then all the kids are going up there, like adults, whatever they were at the time. You know, they're giving their speeches, and I was so bored because I couldn't care. They didn't make it interesting. This one guy's like, Yeah, I'm the guy who who's like the whatever the top dog, or the, the equivalent of a high school valedictorian or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's giving this speech, and, and I'm sitting there like, If I ever decided to kill myself, this would be the time. <laughs> Like this, this is it on my mom's big day because this dude is boring the piss out of me. And I can't tell you what he was talking about other than the fact that he was talking about the college and the colors and what it means to him. And I'm sitting there like, bro, this is like weird because I'd understand if it was a college with like the dorms and everything and you stayed there. This isn't even that cool of a college. Like you're sitting there going, I will cherish these memories. What what memories? You sitting at home on your laptop typing a paper? What'd you do? You didn't play for the football team. You didn't do nothing for the drama program. This is a community college, sir. <laughs> Sit back down. I will remember these memories. With what, your little associate's degree? And I'm not saying if you have an associate's, it's terrible. But some people, man, they're just like, you see this right here? This means I'm better than you. And the only way someone can say that they're better than you is if they do have a doctorate. I'll say it. You're better than me if you have a doctorate degree. Why? Because you're now officially doctor last name. Because mm-hmm. someone says, uh, Mr. or Mrs., you go, ah, 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 doctor. doctor. Excuse me, um, this piece of paper proves that I'm a doctor. Yeah, well, over this phone, you're Mr. and Mrs. What's up? <laughs> Catchy thing. <laughs> yeah, and I, if, for me, it's just, it's one of those, like, super weird things that, like, I feel like education is such, like, a bougie thing. Like, um, I was talking to one of the guys that I work with now, and he was like, he's like, yeah, my buddy was in a, uh, or uh, his buddy was in like a uh, like a like a computer programming class mm-hmm. or something like that, and he's like, yeah, um, he's like, and so then he's like, you know, I went onto YouTube and I watched all these videos about pretty much the same thing that I was learning, and then mm-hmm. like a little bit more. He's like, I learned more from 15 hours of YouTube videos mm-hmm. than I did in a two-year college program. <clears throat> and I think that that's also because. People who teach things on YouTube, they just want to get you the information. Whereas in a lot of college classes, <clears throat> they want to go over every detail. Like the history of, and you're like, I don't need to know the history of it. I don't even need that degree, dude. Control, alt, delete. I know everything I need. <laughs> Task to. manager, deleted. <clears throat> Boom. Open, close, laptop. Plug in, <laughs> unplug. Boom. Ethernet cable, blah, blah. That's it. I'm good, dude. I know everything about the computer. It broken, restart. <laughs> Someone says click F13, you go, ah, there ain't an F13 on the keyboard, fool. <laughs> and, but, but yeah, man, I, 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 for me, I think education is one of this, it's such a weird, like, it's not a weird concept to me. Because getting educated think, is a good thing to do. But, but I think the way that society is, like, hounding people, like, <laughs> to be educated, I think it's such a weird... And I think it's because we have the privilege of being able to be educated, and that's where it comes from. So a lot of people don't have that, you know, opportunity. But I think 
that a lot of people try to put their careers and everything all into like they put all their eggs in the one basket because the story that you hear all the time is yeah i might agree but it's worthless why because there's no job in that field why'd you go for that field because i wanted to but if you so you spent money knowing that you wouldn't get a job yeah what you did why well because i thought you didn't think like, I, I, I deserve that degree. I, and it's not that they don't deserve the degree. If you put the time in, sure, fine. That's great. But do it on your own time. And then don't, like... I think that's the biggest thing for me is, like, is getting a worthless... Is people who do get a worthless degree, mm-hmm. and then they complain about it, and it's like, well, you knew. Like, there's no way that, like... Like, uh, I remember Bryce was telling me about that, mm-hmm. where he was telling me, he's like, he's like, look, being in the film industry... My degree is an art degree. Mm-hmm. In the grand scheme of things, it's pretty much useless. Unless he... Unless I'm doing what I want to do, and <laughs> that's where it starts to pan out. But <clears throat> I think he, for the most part, kind of gets to do what he wants to do. I'd say for the most part, he, he he's, <clears throat> he's one of the very few people who even... I think even had he not necessarily had his degree... I think he still would have done that. I, 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 I still think he would have been able to do what he wanted to. I think the degree just looks nice for him to say I have. <laughs> And it, there's probably a little, there's probably a little bit of that that goes into certain degrees where it's like you don't necessarily need the degree to to prove that you know what you're talking about. Like, and it's, but if it's, you're in a competitive market where someone else is going for it and they don't have the degree, then then yes, you you do look better because you did spend the time to educate yourself about the subject, which is totally fine. But but yeah, man, it's 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 definitely one of those things where. I think it's it, it it can be beneficial, sure, mm-hmm. if you know what you're doing. But that's the thing. None of us do. We don't know anything. We still think that you can only pick between two parties, even though there's a there's a third option on there's the ballot. Third, you literally write anybody you want in there. <clears throat> but that's that's just you know, we don't know anything. We just exist. That's very true. In ten thousand years, it's not going to mean anything. <laughs> nope. You know what's going to matter in ten thousand years? Nada. I won't be here. I won't care in 10,000 years. I care about while I'm here. And if you dickwads are trying to make my life difficult in my time being here, it will make your life equally as difficult. <laughs> I promise you. I do not, not care. More. I do not care. I am not here to argue. I am here to end you. <laughs> I will destroy you and everything you all fear. Whether it be through my words or my actions, you will not survive this conflict. <laughs> Uh, I, 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 well, I would, I would say that's probably a, it's probably as a, as, as a, as a good a spot to end as any. What would you say? That's, that's a wrap. That's... Well, obviously. So, uh, like we, like we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, this is, this is the first podcast in a while. Uh, we're gonna try to get back into it. Um, you know, try to try to rebuild this thing with well, less restroom breaks. With less, with less restroom breaks, we'll have, we'll have to, we'll, we'll plan a little bit better. It was a, a like an un, unplanned meal before I hopped <laughs> on. Yeah, pretty much is is what it really turned out to be. Is it was definitely definitely unplanned, but but uh, but I think I think once we do start getting a little bit more planning on our end, I think we'll start pumping out these episodes a little bit more often. And and I know the whole three of you listening, fourth one being us, we appreciate you. Share this wherever people need to listen to podcast. Drive home, drive to work, at work. I know some of you be working from home during the quarantines. I'm on that, you know, working from home swag myself. 
it's cool, but hey, you know what? Just put this through your ear holes, enjoy life, have a giggle, have your mind opened, and I think that's a good place to end it. All right. Um, there will be links in the YouTube descriptions, obviously, yeah. because that's just what we do. We don't got a merch store yet, but expect it. Um, yeah, merch is definitely probably <laughs> probably coming probably sooner than anyone would want. So. Within the next millennia. <laughs> so so you should be on the lookout for that. All right. This was the... The, the bruising the bruising bros podcast don't sue us please we we have no money we have bills i live in a studio apartment and i'm working from home with another person so let that let that be a lesson let that be a lesson we have the degrees to prove it all right everybody thanks for listening peace